everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 30th. Today's actually going to be a slightly different podcast because normally I base each podcast based on principles I find in individual scriptures. I'm not doing that today. Today I'm basing this podcast on a principle I see in the story of Zenith as a whole. And actually, as I read this story and as I was thinking about this principle, it made me realize how incredibly important this principle is for each of us to understand. So to start off, I want to talk about the things that we know about Zenith. We know that Zenith left the stronghold of the church. Zarahemla is where most of the, as we would say, active members of the church were living. It's where they gathered. It's where they met. It's where the prophet was. He left that area and went and settled his own area. We also know from chapter 9 that Zenith says that he was often slow to remember God, but that he called on him when he was in crisis. So to me, that shows that there was a lack of consistency in behavior for Zenith. Now again, I said yesterday, and I still believe it, Zenith I don't think was a bad guy, but I think perhaps Zenith lacked a little bit of commitment to the things of the Lord. Now, the reason why that's so important to realize is look at what happened with Zenith's son, Noah. In just one generation, the people of Zenith went from being a believing people, albeit a slow to remember the Lord people, but a believing people to a wicked people. And that happened so quickly. Now, I want to make a very strong disclaimer here. A parent can do absolutely everything right and still find that they have children who stray and who wander. Children have their agency, and even if we as parents do everything perfect and everything right, they will still use that agency whichever way they're going to choose. However, we give our kids the best chance to follow Jesus Christ when we teach them and set the example of what that looks like in our own homes. Now today I'm not just speaking to the parents out there. I'm speaking to anyone who has influence over kids at all, whether that's aunts, uncles, grandparents, friends, anything. Your influence over children could be the difference between generations of believers or generations of those who are lost. And in this story of Zenith, I see this principle of how the example that Zenith set for his son Noah might have been part of what happened to Noah, and why he turned so far away from the Lord. Now, I talked about a couple of different things that we see in Zenith that may have led to generations going astray. The first is Zenith left the stronghold of the church. The majority of the believers were gathered in Zarahemla, and Zenith chose to live away from them. My friends, we are gathered in wards and stakes for a reason. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 101, verse 22, it says this, Behold, it is my will that all they who call on my name and worship me according to mine everlasting gospel should gather together and stand in holy places. Oftentimes we talk about the gathering as just being a part of missionary work. We're going to gather in all those who are unbelievers and we're going to gather together in the church, but the gathering also happens every time we get together with other believers. It happens on Sundays as we go to church and gather with the saints. It happens at state conference when we gather together at the stake center and gather with the saints. 
But Zenith removed himself from the stronghold of the church. He removed himself from the other strong saints. And when we do that, we lose strength in our life that comes from gathering with other members of the church. I've had several people in my life say that it doesn't matter if they go to church or not, because they can feel Heavenly Father up in the mountains when they're hiking, or they can feel Heavenly Father when they listen to good music. That's true. I'm not going to take anything away from that. When I see a gorgeous sunset, I feel Heavenly Father's love too. When I listen to beautiful music, I feel Heavenly Father's love too. However, Heavenly Father has asked us to gather as saints so that we could strengthen each other. And when Zenith left Zarahemla, he left that strength behind. He left behind the promise that the Savior made when he said that when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That is such a devastating thing to lose for us in our lives or for Zenith and his. I remember when my son was about 14 months old. That is such a hard age to have children at church. They're not old enough to go into nursery yet, but they're too old to just sit in your classes. And I remember one Sunday, I was out in the hall with my son, and he was upset, he was crying, I was upset, trying to calm him down, wanting to get back into Relief Society and be gathered with the other sisters. And I remember thinking, why am I even here? I get nothing from church anymore. I can't hear anything. I can't pay attention. I don't exactly feel the spirit when I'm here because I'm so frustrated trying to keep a kid calm and quiet. And I remember so distinctly the impression that came to me. The thought that came to me was, this is just for a season. You had a season to grow and to learn and to listen in church. And you will have that season again. But for now, your job is to be consistent in coming to church so that you will raise children who will understand the value of coming to church. That consistency in our worship, both our worship in the church and in our homes, is invaluable to our children. It sets the tone and the example, and it shows them what we value and what we hold the most dear in our lives. That was the other thing that Zenith was lacking. Zenith chapter 9 verse 3 says that he was slow to remember the Lord. But when he was in crisis, when he was in battle, he called upon the Lord to deliver him. It was then in that crisis that he remembered God. That kind of inconsistency did a disservice to his children. When we consistently worship the Lord in our homes, when we consistently gather with the saints in the churches, we show our children that our dedication to our Father in Heaven is of utmost importance to us. If we wander away, if we are lost, if we leave the stronghold of gathering in the church, it doesn't just affect us. There will be generations after us who will be missing out on the blessings of the gospel. I had a chance to see this on some level when I was a temple worker in the Jordan River Temple. One Tuesday night, I had the opportunity to be a temple worker in the endowment session where a 95-year-old man was receiving his endowment for the first time. It was beautiful, and the spirit was incredibly strong. And I was with him as they wheeled him out after the session was over. I looked at him and I said, I am so happy that you were in the temple with us today. It just goes to show it doesn't matter how long it takes to get here, you're here. And the blessings are the same either way. And he took me by the hand and he said, Sister, 
I am so happy to have made covenants with the Lord, but I will never forgive myself because none of my children have, and my grandchildren won't either. It was such a heartbreaking moment for me to see that pain in his eyes. My friends, it is our responsibility to teach the children in our lives a consistency in worshiping the Lord, to joyfully gather with the saints on Sundays, to live the gospel in our homes in a way that there is no doubt what we believe or who we worship. Let us be strong in our worship. Let us set an example of faith for our children. I can't say with certainty that King Noah would have been a different person had Zenith never left Zarahemla. I can't say for certainty that King Noah would have been a different person had Zenith been quick to remember the Lord and consistent in his worship of him. But I can say this, if as parents we set the example of faith with consistent and righteous living, then even if our children choose not to. We can have peace. We can have peace in the doctrine that Joseph Smith taught and that Orson F. Whitney is recorded teaching. He says, the prophet Joseph Smith declared, and he never taught a more comforting doctrine, that the eternal sealings of faithful parents and the divine promises made to them for valiant service in the cause of truth would not only save themselves, but likewise their posterity. Though some of the sheep may wander, The eye of the shepherd is upon them, and sooner or later they will feel the tentacles of divine providence reaching out after them and drawing them back to the fold. Either in this life or the life to come, they will return. My friends, let us teach our children well and set the example of faith consistently, righteously, and faithfully. Thank you so much for listening today. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.